0: what's up guys robin e back on another episode of pillow talk first off i always like to shout out any and everybody who ever listens shares or tells people about my stuff i have been getting so much love and i appreciate all of the feedback now my apologize for the delay but i had to push my content like listen to my shit what are is y'all doing so now that i've gotten some more listeners um definitely want to give you guys some more content so thank you for that so thank you guys so much for that. Definitely appreciate that. Before I get too deep into the topic, I also want to give out a shout out to Culture Clothing Line, Culture Fleet Apparel, the hottest, realest, trillest clothing line out right now. The headquarters are located out in Chicago. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, they're out at 2100 South Pulaski Road at the Goodie Shop. Yes, the Goodie Shop. And they got everything. They do customs there too as well. So if you got a jacket or some, you need to dazzle it up a little bit, make sure you guys check them out. They also got crew necks, t shirts, sweaters, hats, anything that you need, man. Sweats, all of that. You guys can also check out the website, cultureflee.bigcartel.com. That's cultureflee with two E's, F L E E, dot big So what's up? How y'all feeling? How y'all living? It's been a while since I've checked in, and I apologize. I feel like y'all miss me. I missed y'all too, and I'm back, and I ain't gonna ever leave like this again. (laughs) Definitely got some hot interviews coming y'all way as well, so make sure you guys subscribe, tell a friend to tell her friend to tell her mama to listen to my shit. Pillow Talk, the hottest black podcast out right now. Make some noise. Turn my shit up. Tell the world. Tell your friend. Um, Let's get right into it. I'm single, for the record. 26 years old, black woman. Um, I have no children, so I don't have any baby-daddy drama. And uh, I've only had one serious relationship. But I always get asked, why? Why are you single? I'm single because I desire a real relationship. And we live in such a fucked up world right now that the dynamic to find somebody as genuine as you would hope is so slim. It's minuscule. It's like 10 to 1,000 right now, period. Um, my relationship that I had in college was lit and I was with him pretty much the whole four years I was there. And I was like 18 when I met him. So I feel like back then to find somebody that you loved and to be in love with and to be that serious with and to live with and be in college it was a rarity and although it was a rarity we were in a society of accessibility and ways to do other shit and uh i definitely you know allowed other people and outside sources to deter my feelings for him And I fucked it up, you know, I will take, you know, blame only because it's rare, like I said, to find somebody that that'll hold you down like that so young. And ever since then, I've just kind of been going through the motions, adapting, you know, enjoying my single moments, but also looking for something that was like that. So that there you go. I'm single because I yearn for some real shit. And I think essentially every woman wants that. We all go through a whole phase. I don't care. I don't care what you say, Shorty. You can bat your eyes and roll your neck and say you didn't when you did. But even if you wasn't fucking hella dicks, you know, you was fucking on somebody that wasn't your nigga for a little while at some point. Somebody you didn't really see a future with or someone to just pass the time by. That's that's a fact of holism. Um, I make up a lot of words, so Get ready, y'all. Holdism is just one. Um, <laughs> that's that's a factor. And it's nothing wrong with that because you're young. You're not tied down. And, again, you live in this world of all this accessibility. Why not go out and taste some of the meat and try some options? It's just natural. But once you've tried some things out and figured out you have an acquired taste, shit gets old or it tastes nasty. It's just not your flavor. So just wanted to throw that out there. But that's why I'm single. And despite having gone through that whole transition, uh, I've actually enjoyed being single for the most part. I've only had one mishap through these three years. And I say mishap loosely because now that I'm reflecting on it, I don't even know if I could call that a relationship. You understand? Um, It was more of a situation. And I don't want to reflect on it. But I feel like um, being single has allowed me to kind of Reevaluate what it is I want to make and what it is that I want for myself. The single epidemic, though, is real. It's on the rise right now and it just has become a new norm. With divorce rates climbing and marriage rates declining, is single really the new normal? We've become conditioned to accept people and their flaws in addition to them accepting ours. But this acceptance has transformed into gullibility stupidity, and embarrassment. I mean, you think about all of that and shit, you say to yourself, I'd rather stay single any fucking way. Of course, we have moments when we're lonely and we tend to get in our emotions, but overall, being single is lit, and I'm about to tell you why. I'm about to tell you why. The joys of being single vary, and they are a subjected group. Yeah, I like subjected. Um, Subjected group of wants and desires that sometimes you didn't even know you had until you had to go through the shit. For one, you're spending less money. Okay? Anytime that you're single, that's automatically more money in your pocket. Because when you're in a relationship, everything is fitty fitty. I'm the type of woman that'll do as much for her mate as he can do for me. I've never been the type to not lash out. But... When I tell you I've been single and I eats good, oh, I eats good. That's definitely, like, one of the number one best things about being single. Like, who wants to always go the extra mile? Especially for the food, because, damn, what you get with a nigga or somebody that eat like you? Shit. And even just that, like, buying clothes, vacations, just all of that, it, it, it weighs on you. And you have to really... You have to really think about it. When you get used to spending a certain amount of money, and then you get in a relationship and you see how much more money you are spending, you tend to reevaluate. I don't know. I don't know if I am built for this. You tend to reevaluate, so you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta enjoy that. You ain't got nobody nagging you, or you nagging somebody. I am not a nagger. Okay, I'll remind you about some shit. Reminding and nagging are two different things. I don't care if they rhyme; they're different. Reminding you. It's telling you once and then twice. After that, I ain't going to say the shit no more. At, at that point, you just, you say, fuck me, and I'm just going to, I'm the type of bitch that will say, I'll do the shit myself. But nagging is constantly picking various things, you know, to remind you about. I don't, I don't do that. That's annoying because I don't like to be nagged, so I'm never going to nag a motherfucker. But that's irritating. And then to think like when your relationship, you don't even know sometimes that you nagging a motherfucker because you be so used to telling a motherfucker what they not doing. That shit suck. You're not finna tell me what I ain't doing, fam. I'ma tell you what the fuck I ain't doing. (laughs) So you ain't got nobody nagging you. That's always a benefit. You can have meaningless sex. I say this loosely now. I say this loosely now. I ain't saying go out there and, and fuck everybody on the block. But shit, as long as you are practicing safe sex, you know what I'm saying? Wrapping it up, being selective with the oral do your thing. Do your thing. And the, and that kind of plays hand in hand. It's kind of like, ooh, because, again, the STD thing kind of runs risk and people lie. Um, do yourself a favor and make sure that people are, you know, wrapping it up and you're wrapping it up and y'all keeping it safe. Because the next thing you know, you done burned Susie. Susie, No. And now Kiki then told you that she burned it. And now the three of y'all fucked up. So do your due diligence and keep everybody safe. Did I mention that you spend less money? Did I have said that? Oh, okay. Because that's damn near like one of the best things right there. Like it definitely allows you to say your bread um, and get things right. No fear of cheating or looking stupid. You know, you're doing your thing, you know what I'm saying? You're single, they're single. It is what it is. Unless you're getting emotionally involved, now you get into a situationship. I don't know if you remember, I touched on that a little while ago, but a couple podcasts ago. And now it's a situationship. You're no longer single. So, you know, keep the boundaries up there, partner. So you're able to just kind of do your thing and not feel any type of remorse about that. I wanted to come up with, like, some rules, kind of, guidelines that you can do uh, or follow uh, being single in 2019. Living in this new dynamic, oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. There's so much influence and, you know, ways to be different people now. It just seems, I don't know almost stupid to be monogamous in a sense The the reason I say that is because it's like you can be you know monogamous like in public and private I should say amongst like family and that person but online you could be a whole dog I don't want a Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde nigga I need you to be one or the other all day long if you're gonna be a dog online be a dog in real life and that's the type of shit that fucked me up too about being single Or I should say be in a relationship. I don't want my husband online talking about pussy and bitches and, you know, fuck bitches get money. And then be at home, you know what I'm saying, painting the daughter nails. Like, I'm just, I just don't, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I wanted to just kind of create some guidelines. But aside from the guidelines, I like to get facts. That's just me. Um, I always think it's important to look at statistics because statistically somebody looked this shit up because they wanted to know. And they went and got the numbers. And you know what? Shout out to that person because now I'm going to tell you all about the shit. In 2017, census reported that 110.6 million unmarried people over the age of 18 were in America. That's 45.2% of American people. That's damn near half the population that are unmarried. Okay, I classify that as single. That's just I that that's just what it is by the law. And out of that forty five point two percent, fifty three percent of women are single. So out of the half of the Americans, almost half of all Americans, even more within that are just women that was interesting to me I think we do take up more population Um, I don't know if that's true I didn't search that I'm a woman so I feel like it's right and now we're just realizing niggas ain't shit wow no I'm just kidding um but why is that it just made me think again about living in 2019 living in a world where Roles of men and women are interchangeable now. Growing up, you know, you had your homemaker and you had classes, you know, that were kind of like mandatory, you know, home ec and, you know, learning how to sew and learning how to, you know, clean properly. It just was something that was, you know, indebted for women. And as time went on, that value of learning those skills devalued and we started doing things that men do. Now you see like women judges, you know, women mechanics, women mayors, just doing all these roles that were once forbidden by that sex. And I think that that plays a role in too and why there's so many single women, because now we are realizing that we, we don't need you. We don't need you. We don't even need you for sex. We're literally going and buying sperm and freezing eggs and having kids. Men are becoming very obsolete. Again, I'm a woman, so I don't, I don't know if this is biased, but <laughs> I just thought that that was interesting that so many women are single. And I should have looked up the age range, but I'm almost certain that that 53% is probably like women between the ages of like 25 and 50. Yeah, that sounds about right. We're just becoming more self-aware of our capabilities. And now we're not allowing some lazy, ignorant, lying nigga to mischieve his way into our lives, knowing that we don't need that around. But that's something to think about. Like, nigga, (laughs) you want to play games? Oh, okay, stop playing with me. It's more of us than it is of you. So, and I mean the gay, you know, acceptance is skyrocketed in America. And there are a lot of lesbians out here. I don't know. I've never thought about it. Well, I have. I ain't gonna lie. I I have thought about it. But uh, I like to be manhandled sometimes. And I just don't think a woman, you know, could get it right. But I could see how women would get with Another woman, there's a lot of fine studs. There's a lot of womens out here pretending to be men. There there you go again. We don't even need y'all. We got women out here dressing like niggas. Men, I don't know what y'all gonna do, man. Y'all gonna get extinct playing around. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna get extinct. <laughs> Aside from women being more dominant in their roles, I think too again, place this idea of monogamy being obsolete Marriage is just so anti now. And when people are married or do stay married, it's almost like, you know, fascination at this point. Um, You know, you're really getting married and you really going to go through with the payments. Like people are just downing everything that comes with marriage other than the fact that it's sacred. It's something that you are sharing with this person and you are vowing before your family and God to abide to this person until you die. Until you die, my nigga. Talk about love. Growing up, even in the nineties, I still saw monogamy being prominent. My parents have been married my whole life. My grandparents have been married my whole life. My great grandmother and my great grandfather have been married. My dad, you know, my mother my grandmother on my dad's side was married to my grandfather until he died and she never remarried. She was single forever after that, until she died. And growing up and seeing that type of monogamy, especially within the Black community, triggered a switch in my head that eventually I'm going to be married to a Black man and have a family, because this is what I'm conditioned to see. But people weren't anticipating the power of social media and the openness of the world and how it's changed from even just like the 70s, you know what I'm saying? So much acceptance has transpired lately, you know, in the recent decades. And we've allowed so much to become normal in America that things that were the American dream are no more. You don't hear people really planning weddings anymore or even necessarily doing traditional weddings. People are just Again, going to courthouses or just running off doing little you digs, not even doing the whole church, you know, backyard situation. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily solidifies a marriage, but, you know, it's a traditional thing where you have family involved. People aren't even inviting families. You know, it's just like everything's different. And when you're influenced by all this indifference, it changes your opinion on what it is that you want. And if you don't really know, you you can be easily swayed. Now we've seen, you know, these celebrities have all these kids and all these bitches that they be with and niggas that they be with. You know, Black China, she hopping from dick to dick to dick like it ain't shit, and she's a woman. And aside from her being a hoe initially, which is what society society would classify her as in the years before, she's become this idol of holism. Hodism, another word. She's become this idol of holdism uh, and we've accepted that shit, and we've allowed it, and it's and it's normal now. We almost anticipate who the next nigga will be versus, bitch, you're disgusting, whatever, whatever. Obviously, these niggas don't give a fuck either because they're just lining up around the block to get their chance. But you see how different that acceptance is versus a man. Of course, a man's been doing this for decades, and we've never really batted an eye you know but now that women are doing it it was you know taboo and now it's normal so why even go out of your way to make a bitch your wife when the chances of her doing shit behind your back are so high i i get it and vice versa i get it but i just think that the dynamic of the world and how 2019 and and just the 2010s has influenced how we even just date and interact with other people is crazy you know what i'm saying like it's just it's bonkers i just thought that was interesting i don't know with twitter and snapchat and instagram and facebook and i don't know what is that chick called I don't know what it's called. When you hurt something, swipe left, swipe right, whatever that shit's called. All of these ways to date people and meet new people, it just allows you to be whoever the hell you want to be. And even if you are living with somebody, you can still meet up with somebody the fuck else or be online flirting with somebody the fuck else. It's just so much accessibility because we've allowed these things that were once uh, taboo to become normal and a part of society. Aside from accepting this new change in dating and being single and interacting with one another. We've adapted. <laughs> and I wanted to just kind of point out like road signs in this adaptation of being single in 2019 I'm hitting y'all with the words tonight stop playing with me I read today (laughs) I read and my brain is flourishing but I wanted to give y'all kind of some you know roadblocks on how to navigate being single in this crucial 2019 state that we're in we are just moving along through the years and with each Dynamic, as you can see, things change. Dating is nothing compared to what it was 10 years ago. Being single is nothing to what it was compared to 10 years ago. And in order to make sure you are living up to your full single potential, listen to what I got to say. Listen to what I got to say. Check these points out and make sure that you're abiding by the rules. There's no particular order. Um, Just some key things. I want you to think about... Never expect anything. Don't set no expectations. Okay? You just got to go into it open-minded and allow things to happen at ease. Anytime you set expectations, you will face disappointment. Okay? People tend to not live up to expectations. Unfortunately, very rarely do you find someone who exceeds it. But to live up to it? Mm-hmm chances are very slim you got to be really fucking spectacular so don't set no expectations go into everything open-minded and allow things to transpire as normal keep your poker face on you have to mingle this was something that I I tussled with I'm not gonna lie to you even now I have moments when like I'm out and I'm just like I'm over this shit like I'm ready to go home But it's important to keep your social life active. Even if it's just going out sometimes, talking to a friend, you have to be able to socialize with people. I don't know how many times I went out to the club and a nigga trying to get on and just doesn't know how to have a conversation. And I'm just thinking, wow, I'm 26, so it's not like I'm 19 or 21 even. You can't hold a conversation about the world like i'm gonna need you to watch cnn for a day and then go to the club but like it's important for you to mingle and learn how to hold a conversation even if you're not interested in that person just to be friendly like that helps you develop character and skill and how to speak and not sound like a fucking idiot it's a lot of stupid niggas out here it's a lot of stupid niggas with gold chains i'm just saying just saying boo you have to uh, stay honest. I know, I know, I know you're thinking like, why the fuck would I stay honest to a motherfucker that I'm not with or I don't care about? But honesty is key. If you really don't care, you know, just keep it 100. But we tend to lie to people we care about. It's a proven fact. I don't know why, but I feel like it's because we don't want to hurt their feelings. <laughs> We're afraid of what they'll do, what they'll think of us. But you have to be honest, especially if you're going to be single. There's just no way around it. That way, they can't set no expectations about you. Period. Always put yourself first. Yes, yeah, it's cool to open up, you know, but never bend your rules or force anything. Sometimes what look good ain't always good for you. And it just might keep you single for the right reasons. Pretty self-explanatory, If somebody you've been fucking on getting out their body, ask you to do a lot of stupid shit, damn it, don't do it. And it ain't even really got to just go for somebody you fucking. That's really like in any relationship friendship, relationship with a family member, whomever. You know, don't let nobody take advantage of you. You know, don't let nobody feel entitled uh, to make you do some shit that you just don't want to fucking do. Damn it, I don't owe you shit. You tell them just like that I don't owe you shit. Just like that find and achieve your inner happiness. Now, y'all might not think this is important, but it really is. In order for you to really be single and enjoy the single experience, you have to be happy with yourself, your inner self. That's really something that nobody can do for you. That's something you have to do for yourself. Whether it's building your self-confidence, you know, achieving a job, achieving a new crib, achieving some type of goal that you set for yourself, it's really important to do that alone. I think only because it shows that you can do something without someone. You know, we all like to depend on people for a number of different reasons, but it's very important for us to, have ourselves take time to just travel alone or eat alone or read or I don't know just do something that brings you inner peace alone find what makes you happy and be happy with yourself you can't love anybody anyway if you don't love yourself so it's always important for you to know who you are know the type of person you are so that you can know the type of person that you're going to deal with and or attract a lot of people aren't happy with themselves and they allow themselves to deal with people that are broken or less of a person that they, you know, would entertain because they're not happy with themselves. I would never go for a man that had less to offer than I had to offer him, period. I need someone that can at least offer the same, if not more. And that's just the bottom line. And that's only because I know my self-worth. But if you don't know your self-worth, your inner peace, and the type of person you are and how dope you are and excellent you are don't even drag somebody else into your life because you're just gonna fuck it up period find a hobby (laughs) self-explanatory no way around that shit find some shit to do with yourself whether it's jogging working out cooking cleaning sewing starting a podcast Getting a second job, starting a makeup line, clothing line. Just do something to occupy any type of free time that you have. Once you spend time alone, you tend to wallow in your sorrows and get all emotional. And then you hit up people you don't even want to fuck with. Don't do that. Find something to occupy yourself with. Honestly, I really did pour more of myself into my podcast to just fill that empty time. I don't like to dwell on shit. Anything that's happened, if I can't change it, I want to let it go. That's the type of person I am. And I think that doing my podcast, writing, and finding other outlets, reading, I go to the library, I work out. Like, it just allows you to not even think about, you know, the next motherfucker. It allows things to happen naturally. You know, it just allows you to live your life as normal versus checking your phone all the time, you know, and, and, being so attached to somebody like I don't even check my phone as much anymore because who the fuck's calling me (laughs) I'm single and nobody's fucking calling me so why am I checking my shit so it's like you know it just allows you to really focus on yourself find something new get a new hobby get a new niche be your ultimate self build yourself up be the best you that you can be period period Use the single time to create you, because nobody shouldn't be able to create you. You create yourself. So those are just some rules, guidelines, whatever you want to call it. Um, being single in 2019, I just think that those are just some key things to think about if you're someone someone that's single, struggling being single, or just floating along, um, indecisive about it. It's not as bad as it seems, period. Um, I think, again, everybody should go through a time where they're by themselves so that you are, you know, your full self and that you can reevaluate who you are. If you don't have that time to reflect, you fuck around and break down when you get in a relationship or figure out this is not who you are. Next thing you know, you fucked up. Um, No, but you just have to stay single for as long as you can. Enjoy that time to build who you are. Um, yeah, and love yourself. It's a type of freedom that you're never going to have again. You know, once you commit, that freedom is gone. And everything you once knew was over. So you have to embrace it, love it, want it. You know, enjoy this time. Not only because it's inexpensive, (laughs) but it allows you to adapt to life and to know exactly what it is that you want from your mates, from the world, and even yourself. As always, I like to end with a quote. Remember, being single doesn't mean that you know nothing about love. It simply means you don't have time for it. Robin E, thank you so much for listening. Peace out.